Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to the Chaos to Connected podcast. I am so grateful that you chose to listen today. And what I want to talk to you about today is how to prepare your kids for if you are going to be gone. This could be for the day or for a couple days or longer. So this came up because if you listen to the last episode, I actually went to the doTERRA um, convention. So I'm a wellness advocate for doTERRA and this is the first time that I've ever actually been to convention. So I was gone for three nights, two full days, and then, you know, like a morning on the way back. And my, neither of my kids cried when they dropped me off, which honestly I'm super thankful for because I was already, like, if they would have cried, I definitely would have cried. I, um, I feel like I am a more sensitive person. And so I was already feeling the feels for leaving them, knowing how, like, even if they didn't cry right there, how they might feel as the nights come along and I'm not there. Especially for my youngest, I knew that he didn't get what it meant for me to be gone more than one night. I knew my oldest probably did. Um, But also, my own feelings for going outside of my comfort zone and going to a place where I didn't really know people. Like, I knew them like I could put their names to their face, (laughs) but that was it. And so, all that to say, I wanted to talk about how to actually go about preparing your kids for being gone because I think one of the things that I come across a lot with parents, whether it's preparing for you to be gone, whether it's preparing for an appointment that might be challenging, going to school or daycare, Whatever the case, I think so often we are hesitant to discuss these things with our kids because of the big feelings that are going to come. And so I'm going to dive into that a little bit later. So first, I want you to plan in connection, extra connection. So special time especially would be great. If you don't know what special time is, It is focused attention, undivided attention, no distractions, but your child is in control. So that would be really awesome to get in if you can't do that. Even just really being intentional about one-on-one connection or connecting without distractions. So that might mean you have three kids and you aren't able to do one-on-one time with them every day before you go, but maybe you can really be intentional. Like if you guys are watching a show, you're actually sitting there actively looking at the TV, having discussions about what's going on versus scrolling on your phone, right? Um, or just setting better boundaries. I know it's really easy to get caught up in social media or maybe it's work for you or something else. 
and hold that for later parts of the day when your kids are maybe at school or doing something different or taking naps or in bed and really focus your time that you have outside of working or whatever it might be for you and really intentionally connecting, looking your kids in the eye, you know, physical touch, giving them hugs, getting down on their level, those sorts of things. Number two, prepare them in advance. Tell them what's going to be happening. And if you feel like you have a particularly sensitive child, that means you need to start telling them even earlier. So often, like I mentioned before, we want to wait because of the reaction that we think or that we know they are going to have. But all that's doing is delaying their feelings. And then those feelings are often bubbling up and coming up in inconvenient times, like you know, maybe when you're trying to leave at the airport and leave the car and say goodbye, then all the feelings are coming forth because they haven't had a a chance to process through it. And now they are experiencing them. So the earlier you can start discussing it, the more times that you bring it up and talk through what's going to be happening, the more that gives them and you the time to work through these big feelings before the moment where you're actually going to be leaving. So I would really encourage you to do that. I know it seems harder at first, but the end result will be easier for you in the moment you have to leave, which I don't know about you, but I'd rather the emotions and the feelings be bigger and harder while I can be there supporting them versus having to peel my child off of me because I can't miss a flight, you know? Um, So prepare in in advance. Maybe that's reading books about if you're going to go on a plane or depending on what you're going to do if you're going to go on vacation. Maybe that's showing them things, talking about the details, which kind of leads into the next thing, and that is to plan for things for them to do or look forward to. So for example, when I was talking to my kids about me being gone, I was also talking about, well, you're going to have a sleepover with auntie because my husband leaves between 4 and 4.30, usually for work. So obviously we needed somebody to be filling that gap between when he left and then getting the kids to where they needed to go. And so that meant somebody would be sleeping over each night. And so that was something fun for them to look forward to because we don't usually have sleepovers here. (laughs) Um, And so it also helps them to process those big feelings through play and laughter. So if you've listened to the podcast before, there's two different ways for kids to process some big feelings. Crying is the major one, but laughing also helps kids process the difficult feelings that can be getting stuck. And when there's big things that maybe they don't know what it's going to be like, or there's just not a lot of time for feelings, they can tend to hold them in. And so planning things that allow some of that laughter to occur, maybe it's something that they don't usually get to do or scheduling, like maybe if if your husband's going to be home, but you're not, maybe they can go out for ice cream one night or have a meal out or something, having a movie night, just something that they can look forward to. It might, it doesn't need to be this big elaborate thing. Maybe it's something you do weekly anyways, but you know, like say you do a weekly movie night and they're still going to do it, but maybe there's going to be a fun treat or maybe they get to choose the movie or something, or maybe they're going to go to the theater instead of watch it at home. So just creating these opportunities for them to look forward to while you're not there. 
And then the last thing is to prepare for big feelings when you get back. Because likely you are the one that your child comes to and feels super safe with to be vulnerable and share their big feelings. And for so long, I thought, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) Why is he always upset around me? And the reality is, is that kids learn to hold their feelings in. When they don't feel fully comfortable either sharing them with somebody or they don't feel like the person that they are with can fully take on those feelings, whether that's because they don't like crying and they try to stop it right away or because they can't manage their own triggers or it's inconsistent, that is when big feelings can occur when you come back because now they have been holding on to maybe missing you, maybe different things that went on while you were gone. And when you come back, there's that connection and safety again. So all the feelings come back to the surface and need to be processed. So I know that could be really challenging when you just went away and you want to come back and be like have so much enjoyment and hugging and laughter and fun and then it turns into crying and tantrums and if that's the case for you I just want to let you know that's totally normal and it actually means that your child feels safe with you and they have feelings they need to let go of so take it in stride and just keep working on those connection strategies Um, Because I do feel like that is the biggest reason why the transition was so smooth for my kids. Because we're day in and day out incorporating these strategies and so is my husband. So when I got back, I thought there was going to be a lot of big feelings, but there actually wasn't. I mean, there was some, I think, feelings due to being tired and missing some naps and stuff and picking me up. But for the most part, it it was normal. (laughs) the like normal level of feelings that we generally have around here. And I think it's because my husband also really proactively does these connection strategies as well. So you don't have to have your spouse engaging in these to be successful, but it can be really helpful in mitigating some of these extra feelings being backlogged. So I hope that was helpful for you. Just a quick rundown of what we talked about in preparing your kids for being gone. Plan an extra connection and especially plan in more connection and consistent connection if you're not already doing so. Number two, prepare them in advance. Number three, plan things for them to do or look forward to doing while you're gone. And number four, prepare for big feelings when you get back. So I hope that can be an encouragement to you that yes, our kids might struggle with us being gone, but that doesn't mean we can't still do the things. It does mean, however, that we can be proactive in helping them figure out what to do with those big feelings in a way that brings resolve. So I hope that helps you as you prepare for being gone again, whether it's for the afternoon, maybe your kids, maybe you're not away very much, but you're going to be away for a day and you just want to help your kids through that because you know that might be a struggle for them. Maybe you're going to be gone for a couple days or a whole week or maybe even longer. If it was helpful for you, if you found it encouraging, I would love if you would do me a huge favor and scroll down to the bottom of this podcast and leave me a rating or a review or both. That would be so helpful in just spreading the word to other parents because a big message that I get a lot is this stuff is not in the parenting books and don't I know it. (laughs) 
So I just want to help empower parents on this journey because it's not meant to be done alone, but this is information that can be really challenging to find. So help other families get this information so that they can help their children through big feelings. And let's do this together. Real quick, before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.